You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. I want to preach to you very briefly tonight on the subject of the blessing of the Lord, my empowerment to prosper. The blessing of the Lord, my empowerment to prosper. If you have your Bibles with you, come with me to the book of Proverbs chapter number 10 verse 22. Proverbs chapter number 10 verse 22. In the New King James Version, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and it adds no sorrow to it. As he sealing van die Jirre wat ons reik maak, sonder moeitevolle las. Proverbs 10 verse 22 in the present translation, true enrichment comes from the blessing of the Lord with rest and contentment in knowing that it all comes from Him. I have to tell you the day when you gave your life to Jesus, you transitioned from any form of curse into the blessing. As you are sitting there right now being born again, you are blessed. And you're saying to me, but Pastor Dylan, look at my bank account. Your bank account is not evidence of the blessing in your life. You're saying, Pastor Dylan, look at where I live. It doesn't speak about the blessing where you live at this moment. Because the thing is, the blessing is a process. And, and so it's not where you are now. It, it, it is where the blessing is taking you. And, and so where you are now is not an indication of you being blessed or not blessed. Uh, uh, where you are now, it's just you in the process. Where you end up. I'm telling you, I'm looking at your future and you're looking much better than you look right now. Uh, I'm looking at your future and you're living in a much better place than where you were living right now. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm looking at your future and you're driving something much better than what you are driving right now. Uh, I'm looking at your future and your tithe is much bigger than what it is right now. Now there's some of you here, what you're earning now will be your tithe. Because you blessed. Uh, you're saying, but I passed the Dylan. Uh, you don't know, I don't have the qualification. Uh, I can't even speak properly. Uh, I don't have the experience. Uh, I don't come from the right neighborhood. No, my dear, what you do have is something called favor. Uh, favor will get you into places where your qualification cannot get you, where your knowledge cannot get you. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but look at your neighbor, say neighbor, favor. Favor. When they saw you the last time, you were without a car, without a spouse, without a house, and without a job. But you came on a Sunday night to a service with a radical young man that believes in Jesus. And when they see you after the service, you will have a car, you will have a house, you will have a job, and you will have a spouse. You You see, what the Lord does is this. uh, He prepares a table for you. In the presence uh, of your enemies. uh, uh, Those that said you could never do it. uh, 
those that said your business will not succeed those that said you will not buy that house God is preparing a table for you in their presence and he's about to make Those who criticized you, they about to become spectators of how God blesses you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but your table is being prepared and your cup runneth over. Oh. Oh, I came with one purpose tonight and one purpose only. Some lost mark what Jonah is. Uh, for those of you that don't understand Afrikaans, I came with one purpose tonight and one purpose only is to loosen everything connected to your name. There will be no more delay. Uh, we have to understand also the purpose of this blessing. You see, when Moses told the Israelites in Exodus chapter 12, go to the Egyptians and tell the, ask them for all the gold and all the silver and all the myrrh and all the clothing. The Bible says that the Egyptians gave it to them. But the Bible also says as we continue to read the word that later on God gave Moses an instruction. And he told Moses, Moses, you're going to have to build a temple for me. And the Bible says that the Israelites began to sow and they continue to sow until Moses stopped them from sowing. You have to understand the purpose for which God is about to bless you in this season. Uh, you have to understand that God wants you to drive a nice car. God wants you to live in a nice house. But more important than a nice house and a nice car and nice clothing, it is the financing of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you can grasp the purpose for resources, then God will make you a distribution center. And God knows if He can get it to you, He'll get it. Get it through you. He'll get it through you. And, and so please understand, in the context of the text, you are being blessed to be a blessing. <laughs> you, are, you are being blessed to be a blessing. God is enlarging your territory so you can sow more, so that we can preach the gospel more, and so that we can reconcile this nation to Jesus Christ. Uh, so that's the purpose. That's, that's the purpose of the finances in your life. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to declare something over you and then I'll be out of your face. But, but, but I, <laughs> I need you to hear me tonight. As I was meditating in, 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 uh, for the service tonight, I heard in my spirit, this will be my people's portion. What I'm about to release over your life. So I'm preparing you beforehand. I'm not going to hype you for this thing. You're going to have to grab it. You're going to have to take it. Uh, I know I'm preaching to a hungry crowd. A crowd that is hungry for the blessing. A crowd that is hungry for increase. A crowd that is hungry for expansion. A crowd that's hungry for more. A crowd that's hungry for the blessing. Am I in the right place tonight? Uh, <laughs> Woo! Some of you we will not recognize three weeks from now. Because God, dear is the year gaan a vinnige, a skielike, a onmiddellike ding in jou leven doen. Uh, 
There's some people that will be put to shame when God levels you up. telling you right now that wherever they said no before and you knew God said yes in the spirit they about to say yes in Jesus name that contract that was due your name and somebody got it by conniving and being malicious that contract is coming to you that warehouse is coming to you that business is coming to you at market loss Let's hear this. Deuteronomy chapter number 28 from verse 1 to 14. In the message translation it says this. If you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God and heartily obey all His commandments. Let me tell you what is the greatest key of any success. It's hearing the voice of God. The biggest mistakes I've made in life and in business was because I didn't listen. Because I didn't listen. Last week, Monday, I had to go to Durban, fly to Durban, but there was no flights. So knowing me, I just make a decision. I didn't pray. I said, I'm driving to Durban in the rain. I'm driving. I'm going. My wife is very much spirit-led. I, I come home. I said, baby, I'm driving to Durban tonight. She says to me, no, you're not. Did the Lord speak to you? I said, baby, I have no check in my spirit. Now, many of us, we do that. God hasn't said anything. You also don't feel uncomfortableness yet. But now we're saying, this is God. No family. Unless you and I have clearly heard God said, go or stay. We don't say, oh, I don't have a check in my spirit. Because how many times we didn't have a check in our spirit and it still didn't work out great. So that was me. She said, Dylan, did you pray? I said, yeah, um, I thought about it. And in my thinking, in my thinking, in my thinking, I, I didn't sense anything. In my thinking, I didn't sense. He says, you shouldn't go. I said, I'm going. She said, and I said to her, baby, this is for our family. You know me. I want to make the sacrifice. I want to drive to Durban for our family. Listen to this. So I packed my stuff. I kissed my wife four times that night. It was as if I was saying goodbye forever. Like my spirit was saying, don't go, but my flesh. I get to the guy that I have to pick up here. I don't know if he's here tonight. I get to him. And as he gets into the car with his luggage, I say, do you also don't feel we should be going? He says, yeah, my wife also said. I said, yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm actually feeling sick. I ended up in hospital that night. I've never been in hospital. You can ask my wife and my mother. I'm healthy. But because of my disobedience, because I didn't take, I wanted to make a decision now. That's not the way we prosper. This is not the way the blessing works. Whenever we pressurize to make a quick decision, do not make it. Unless you have heard clearly from God. I ended up in hospital. I was laying there and I said, if I only listen to my wife. 
And He's saying to us here, if you listen obediently to the voice of God, I'm telling you this blessing manifests greatly in your life when we obey God. And so you have to be sensitive when God is saying, no, don't go. Don't go. Because as lucrative as it looks, as great as it looks, if God doesn't say yes, it's not that great. It's not that lucrative. You have to be sensitive. The greatest blessings in my life came from when I heard and I obeyed. And the worst experiences in my life came from when I didn't take the time out to hear, but I did act. If you want to see God bless you the way we're going to read right now, learn to recognize His voice. The way Apostle Allen has taught us to. Because the greatest key of success in your life is God saying go or stay. So do not allow the presses of life to let you make a quick decision. All of us can go back in our life and reference a place where we didn't listen. But everything looked right. And so we moved. And then there's another reference in our life where nothing looked right. Nothing looked conducive, but you heard. And when you heard, everything became conducive. And so if these blessings I'm going to read right now is going to come upon our lives, the key is to obediently obey God's voice. To obey God's voice. And heartedly obey all these commandments that I command you today. God, your God will be with you. I don't know how that works. I'll read on my phone. Open your spirits now to receive. Now it says that I command you today, your God will place you on high, high above all the nations of the world. I'm looking for people that are ready to receive because I'm declaring over your life. I'm declaring the word of the Lord over your life. And if your heart is open to receive, you will see what God is talking about will place you on high above all the nations of the world. All these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. God's blessing inside the city. God's blessing inside the country. God's blessing on your children. The crops of your hand, the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks. You're saying, but I don't have flocks. I don't have herds. No, you have businesses. 
It's talking about your business. I'm looking for people that are ready to receive because I'm declaring over your life. This is the word of the Lord. So your heart should be opened. Your hands should be lifted. And you should be saying, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. God's blessing on your basket and bread bowl. God's blessing in your coming in. God's blessing in your going out. God will defeat your enemies who attack you. This morning we learn God is fighting for us. I'm telling you right now when you go into rest mode, God goes into fight mode. So God will defeat your enemies on your behalf. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm looking for more people that are ready to receive. They'll come at you one way and one road and they'll run from you seven ways. Ah, God. God will order a blessing. He will not suggest a blessing. He will order a blessing <laughs> on your barns and on your workplaces. He'll bless you in the land that God, your God, is giving you. God will form you as a people holy to Him, just as He promised you. If you keep the commandments of God, your God, and live the way He has you all the peoples all the peoples not just some this blessing is going to be so evident in your life that all the peoples God is about to bring a clear distinction between who serves him and who doesn't serve him die wereld gaan weet dat jou Heere lewe want dis hoe die Heere jou gaan sien if you keep the commandments of your God and live the way He has shown you, all the peoples on the earth will see you living under the name of God and hold you in respectful awe. God will lavish you with good things. Is there anybody needing some good things tonight? I said, is there anybody needing some... Come on, who can do with a little bit of good things? Now God will lavish you with good things. I wanted to show you a picture tonight, but I couldn't get it. But I'll explain the picture to you. I wanted to put a picture up there of me in an overall and reflector jacket being a bucket driver. Because that's who I was. I wanted to put a picture up there today, but I couldn't find it. And then I wanted to show you my 5,000 square warehouse where I am right now. Because it's not how you start. That time I was everything. I was the accountant, the administrator, the project manager, the manager. I picked a box. Yes, my brother, he can testify. He was with me. Today I have 92 staff full-time. Now before anybody's saying he's boasting, I'm not boasting. I'm talking about the blessing. I'm talking about the blessing. The blessing that's about to come on your life, on your business, on your projects, on your vision. God will lavish you with good things. Children from your womb. 
offspring from your animals and crops from your land. The land that God promised your ancestors that he would give you. God will throw open the doors of his sky vaults. And pour rain on your land and schedule and bless the work you take in hand. Now you, many people struggle to lend to their neighbor. Many people struggle to lend maybe to an organization. But the Lord is saying you're going to go to a level where you will lend to many nations. But you yourself have not to take out a loan. Never in your life again in the name of Jesus will you have to take out a loan. Your days of loans are over. You're transitioning to a borrower, to a giver. As a paar mense wat sam met my stem vanavond, dat my daarvan leen is voorbij. Ek gee, ek is die een wat leen. You're not going to lend only to your neighbor. You're not only going to lend to your neighborhood. You're not going to even lend to your, your city or to your province. You're going to lend to nations. Skuld is iets van jou verlede. You will lend to nations. I love this one. God will make you the head. But listen to this now. Not the tail. You will always be the top dog. Now for those of you that don't know me. My nickname when I was young was the pig dog. But now I've transitioned from the big dog to the top dog. I see a part top dogs and he black. In other words, you are the trailblazer. You are the trendsetter. You are the pioneer. You are the visionary. You are the history maker anointed and appointed to make the devil disappointed. As a part top dogs and he black for Ah, look at your neighbor, say neighbor. The Bible says you're a top dog and not an underdog. <laughs> you're a top dog and not an underdog. Ah, <laughs> never an underdog. As you obediently listen, you see that listen comes through continually. The key of all these blessings doesn't come with you shouting. As great as it is for you to shout tonight, it doesn't come with you shouting. It comes with you staying obedient. Obedience brings this into your life. God will make you the head, not the tail. He will always be the top dog, never the underdog. As you obediently listen to and diligently keep the commandments of God, your God, that I am commanding you today, 
Don't swerve an inch to the right or left from the words that I command you today by going off following and worshiping other gods. One last scripture. And this is very important for tonight. Deuteronomy 8, 17 to 18. I wonder if they can put it up on the screen. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. When these things begin to happen in your life, which it will. Otherwise you may say in your heart, my power and the strength of my hand made me this wealth. As you've sown tonight, as you received tonight, as you've opened yourself up for the word of the Lord tonight. I guarantee you, blessings will come. But it's not because of your strength. Remember this. It's not because of your power that this wealth came. Because that's the danger with many people. When God begins to bless them, they forget the God that brought the blessing. But not us. Not us. It's not our strength. Our abilities and capabilities and power that's about to produce what is coming. It is, but you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God. For it is He who's giving you the power, the enablement, the blessing to produce wealth. That He may confirm His covenant. When you come into this abundance, know that it is God. Do not allow the devil to lie to you. Don't think, look at me. Look at what I've accomplished. No, it's God. If God tells me tonight, I've said this to Pastor Philip, I've said it to many people to give the business away, I'll give it away. Because the very God that gave me the business is, in, is, in, is, is capable of giving more businesses. I'm not owning anything. I'm stewarding it. So if he tells me tonight, Leslie, give it away. I'll sleep peacefully tonight. I'll just let it go. Because he's the one that produced it. Not me. Not me. So grasp this truth tonight, family. That God is the one that brings the increase. God is the one that blesses us. God is the one that brings the wealth. God. And it's not purposeless. It's for the purpose of financing the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now if you don't have that purpose... This blessing will not manifest. We want to know, God, how am I going to make this money? Where should I go to make this money? God wants to know, why do you want to make it? Why? Why? And if your heart is right, you can boldly say with conviction for the gospel. Why do you need more, Dylan? I want to finance the gospel. Why do you need more? 
I want to sow towards the preaching of the gospel. Why do you need more? There's churches that needs to be planted. Why do you need more? There's hospitals that needs to be opened. Why do you need more? Because there's Bible schools that needs to be opened. Why do you need more? There's the hungry to be fed. Why do you need more? It's for the gospel. It's for the gospel. One last scripture I promise you. Psalms 23 verse 5 in the message translation. Listen to this. You serve me a six-course dinner. Now, I don't know about you. I'm used to a one-course. Then I'm full. But the Lord is talking about a six course here. You know, this, is, this is a top restaurant. Eh? <laughs> you serve me a six course dinner right in front of my enemies. For those of you that are used to only eating one plate and then you're full, God is about to give you a six-course dinner. Lift your hands to the heavens. Pastor Gary will come up now. But I want to declare over your life. Everybody, please lift your hands. The blessing, according to the teaching of Apostle Allen, is a spoken word. And God blessed them. And he said, be fruitful, multiply, take dominion, subdue the earth. And so tonight, we release that blessing over your life. That blessing that is the empowerment to prosper. That blessing that is the empowerment to multiply. That blessing that is the empowerment to succeed. That blessing that is the empowerment to take dominion. That blessing that is the empowerment to advance you. To take quantum leaps. To prosper you. To excel you. To accelerate you. To increase you. To let you go into abundance and overflow and surplus and more than enough. That blessing comes upon your life tonight in Jesus mighty name. We call you blessed. Nothing missing and nothing broken in Jesus' name. And I hear in my spirit the following for you. That with you, every generational curse in your family stops in the name of Jesus. The curse of poverty stops. The curse of failed marriages stops. The curse of failed businesses stops. Every curse of addiction in your family stops. The curse of suicide stops. The curse of financial increase that doesn't happen stops. I declare every curse stops. And a generational blessing. If you believe that, can you shout hallelujah? Come on, stand up your footer and hear the yara yara a praise. Come on, hear my praise.